0: Welcome to the Delve Into Money podcast. I am your host, Curtis Haney. This is the personal finance podcast where we attempt to demystify money by reviewing books and applying what we learn to our own financial journeys. Welcome to episode number 38 of the Delve Into Money podcast. Today, we're going to discuss what part talent plays in success and how you can find areas where your talent could lead to outsized success. To discuss this, I want to step back and ask one simple question. What is talent? Well, let's pull out the old dictionary. Let's see what it says. It just says natural aptitude or skill. So does that help? Is that clarifying? (laughs) Maybe, maybe not, probably not, but I guess I should clarify. The real question is How can we tell what talent is and what is hard work? So how can we identify what the difference is between someone who was successful because of talent and someone who was successful because of hard work? How can we differentiate what part of their success came from each of those? And I'm going to give you a little hint. I don't think we actually can, but we're going to dive into this. Uh, For sure, professional athletes are talented. We see all of these people playing our favorite games, whether that be football or basketball or golf is one of my favorite. And you, you can see that there are a lot of talented people out there. But there are also a lot of talented people that just don't make it. The ones who don't find success. So what is the difference between the one who finds success and the one who doesn't? Because a lot of times, it's hard to see the difference between the two. It's absolutely an unanswerable question in reality, but something that James Clear addresses in chapter 18 of Atomic Habits. We do know that talent is based on what you're born with. James Clear says, genes do not determine your destiny, they determine your areas of opportunity. I think this is an interesting way to look about it. I wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment. I think in a lot of ways, this is why we see the difference between talented people that succeed and those that don't. You see, talent is the starting point, what we all begin with. But there are a million other factors that determine if you're successful or not. James talks about how Your personality can actually impact you as well, which I thought was an interesting line of thinking. He identified five traits that play into your talent. The first one being, are you open to experience? We're going to be more naturally curious, innovative, or we're going to be more naturally cautious and consistent. And so the ones that are curious and innovative, are maybe the ones that are going to start the company, that's going to do uh, some crazy thing. The second trait that he talks about is, are you conscientious? Some people are going to be naturally organized uh, and inefficient. Others are going to be more easygoing, spontaneous. The third one is, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Pretty self-explanatory. We know what those mean. Introverts being motivated internally. Being needing to be by themselves to recharge, extroverts recharging based off being around other people. Number four, are you agreeable or disagreeable? Some people are going to be more friendly and compassionate, while others are going to be more challenging and detached. And then the fifth one is what is your level of neuroticism? And neuroticism is when we look at the world as threatening and unsafe. So we see the things around us and we think naturally our mind goes to, this level of anxiety, this level of threat. I think we all have a bit of this, but those who are highly neurotic are going to be overly anxious, overly sensitive to the things that are around them. And those that are uh, very low on that spectrum are going to be confident, calm, and stable. I think in some ways, I know I'm a calm person, but some of that calmness can actually come out of protecting myself, which would mean that I have a little level of neuroticism. So It's not a hundred percent like hard and fast rule, but these are just general attributes that go with these types of personality traits. Each of these traits is going to determine how you interact with the world. Some can work in your favor and in your environment, uh, they'll work naturally just without, you know, needing to change anything or do anything. Others are not going to work as well. Uh, and it's, it's hard to know because sometimes it can literally just be the people you're around on a regular basis. So someone could have completely opposite traits is going to respond a specific way to specific types of people. But if, say, someone was very open to experience and they're around other people that were open to experience, they're going to have a lot of opportunity. But if you're cautious and consistent and you're around other cautious and consistent people, that's going to also end up being a positive for you as well. So I think all of these can be good, but we've just got to pull the right levers and know how they're actually working in your personal environment. I also think all of these can be improved if we're struggling with a certain element of this and it's holding us back. That if we acknowledge and do some intentional work on it, that we can actually change these attributes around ourselves or allow them to display in ways that mask it from other people. And I don't think that that's always a negative thing to mask an internal trait that you've got uh, something that you default to because sometimes they can be self-defeating. And so we want to mask them when they're going to be defeating us from completing our goals or our purpose or whatever we're striving towards. I had a friend that I worked with who was extremely smart, but he was a very black and white person. This resulted in him responding in a black and white manner to a coworker's email once, and then twice, and then three times, which created some conflict on the team. He was not wrong in what he said, but he was wrong in the way he approached it. When Discussing it with him as a friend, I I talked to him about it because I knew he was getting corrected on these emails. I told him that he needed to pull back and measure his responses. In response to that feedback, he essentially told me, Well, that's not who I am. I'm this type of person. I'm going to respond this way. He saw his personality traits and struggles as fixed in time and not changeable. And I, I just definitely don't view the world that way. As a Christian, the Bible tells me that we all have a sin nature, that we all make mistakes in our natural state. So not trying to change or not trying to improve that natural state, you end up working counter to that sin nature. The Bible in being a Christian was the original self-improvement movement, right? I'm I'm joking, I'm joking, but it truly goes back to the point that I do believe that we can improve our responses and our personality. We can adjust our personality based off the people we're around, based off of our intention and our response, and that over time, we can actually hone in some of those default states. So when building habits or striving to succeed in a field, We need to build them in a way that works with our personality. Because when everything is rowing in the same direction, it significantly increases our likelihood of success. Again, that's not to say that we don't try and change those things if they're hurting us, but we want to build our systems. We want to build our habits. We want to build our environment around the things that make us comfortable. So James has four questions he asks when exploring habits or things that might work for you that should help you hone in on what's going to work well with your personality. And these are questions that will lead us towards how to leverage our talent because our personality is a function of what we're talented in. And so when we merge that talent and that personality and they're fighting in the same direction, That's when we have real opportunities for extreme success. So the first question is, what feels like fun to me, but work to others? Question number two, what makes me lose track of time? Number three, where do I get greater returns than the average person? And then number four, what comes naturally to me? So an extrovert might be a content creator and might think it's fun to go to a coffee shop or go to a meetup and meet people and build a network that way. But an introvert might prefer to work in the quietness of their home, might prefer to meet people individually. We can use each of those default personality traits to identify habits and ways that we will go about our lives that will help us succeed and leverage our talent in the highest possible manner. That's just one example, and and I'm sure we can think of a number of examples uh, to add on to that. But I want you to take some time and reflect on those questions. The reality is we all have things we're skilled at or talented at. The biggest issue is most of us spend too much time thinking instead of doing. We spend too much time worried about how we're going to be perceived, worried about do we have the skills, worried about all these things that we need to go ahead and take steps forward because it's through that action that we're going to know what we like. We're going to know what fits our eye. We're going to know what fits our personality. We're going to know what fits our talent stack. I know I've been there and done that, but most of my learning in life in this podcast and work and really just every area has come when I actually started. Exponential gains come when we build games that we can succeed at. James Clear says a good player works hard to win the game everyone else is playing. A great player creates a new game that favors their strength and avoids their weakness. So we want to build games in our life. We want to build habits in our life. We want to build routines in our life that are going to leverage our talents. And where this is so powerful is if you do this, if you go through these exercises and you work hard at this, it's going to allow you to have success in your career, which is going to allow you to increase that income Which is going to allow you to find the financial freedom that you're seeking to be able to reach your financial goals. But then you also get fulfillment. In some ways, it feels like it's the best of both worlds, right? It seems like that's impossible. But the reality is, you can find that because even within your current reality, you can seek out the things that fit your personality and fit your talent, even within your current role. That are gonna allow you to shine in ways that you couldn't shine if you hadn't gone through that exercise. So, for today, the actionable thing I want you to take away is I want you to ask those four questions. I want you to journal on those four questions. Question one is what feels like fun to me, but work to others? Two, what makes me lose track of time? Three, where do I get greater returns than the average person? And four, what comes naturally to me? I'll put these in the show notes so you can reflect back, write them down, but get started and build a game that you can win at. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. I hope that this was an encouragement to you because I think all of us have areas that we have this outsized talent and outsized personality alignment. If you know someone that you think that of as well, I would encourage you to share it with them. Tell them what you think their talent and alignment is. Until next week, healthy financial decisions are intentional financial decisions. Intentional decisions this week lead to a healthy financial future. Start today. See you next week.